Hello there, everybody, and welcome to Season 2, Year 2, Year of Hell Part 2, whatever you want to call it. It's more Super Casper's. If you couldn't tell by the title and the little jingle that we get at the uh, start of the episode right there, it's going to be a new theme that we're doing here for, uh, well, ever, probably, as well as video. Oh, God. It's, it's, a, it's a Yoshi. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Last, I mean, let's let's all be clear here. We don't have to worry about the Yoshi because what 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 always happens to Yoshi's? You get to a high cliff that you need to jump to. So you use the Yoshi, you jump, you jump off the Yoshi. Yoshi dies in the pit, and then you run off to safety. So who cares about the Yoshi's, really? I don't. Ah! It's even worse than a Yoshi. Yeah, it is I, Jono, and I am on video. Fun. Directly to you. to you. And also, Lister is here. Xantok, me, Jonathan, whatever, whoever you want to call us. And also, he did the intro, which is also new. So there's that on top of things. I and, uh, yeah, welcome to year two slash season two of Supercast Brothers. I can't believe we've come this far. How are you? Well, you know, it's 2020, so not great. <laughs> Let's be real. It's a Seriously. bad, bad year. We are recording on our friend Eric's birthday, though, who previously guested on the cast. Yes. So, and we sent him appropriate images of some of his favorite characters with cake. <laughs> <laughs> so, he hates to that us. end. He really does. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. If you don't uh, The feeling's Eric, mutual, though. should. Whoa. <laughs> Well, you... Okay. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. asshole hates Eric. It's not me. Ha him. Happy 11th birthday, Eric. And thank you to Kelly, who previously guested on our podcast, too, for the very majestic and robust intro. Indeed. So there's that. Uh, yeah, we reached out to him a little when we knew we were going to be doing video for season two. It's just like, how can we My idea. enter this? Yeah with more of a i don't know gusto for season two it's that um and the video so again thanks kelly and it's interesting we're gonna this is gonna be a whole new world of individual road bumps i'm sure but also uh visual cues will be present and if you're listening to the audio version lister is holding a knife which is dagger actually get it right ah yes of course where did you get what what uh smith did you get that from uh, at the renaissance fair oh there you go there you it's go that easy there you go that easy he just said give Beautiful. me wallet and i give him wallet let's see what do i oh yeah nothing profitable about it yeah i don't have Kirby. any Amiibo at this desk they're all somewhere else right now but anyways <laughs> nice so like we said this is now year two of super cash brothers somehow we've kept it going this long i don't fucking know man listen i don't fund the show i don't know who does but somebody said keep going or at least they didn't say stop so we're Ro still here ronald reagan man where we're keeping the same format as we did for year one uh on topic smash topia smash or dash Will that change for year three? 
don't know. That's a year away, and I'm not thinking about that right now. Hell, first of all, I don't even know if I'm making it out of 2020, so why the fuck would I bother going beyond that? But, anyways, that means it's an on-topic today. Our very first on-topic, I'm trying to remember what it was about. Was it Was it just Pokemon? Oh. What? Was it what? We're talking about our very first on-topic, what was it about? Oh, I thought that you were, okay, okay. It was uh, <laughs> breaking down the etymology between clones and echoes, and then oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A nice, and talking about the differences. Yeah, a yeah. nice light-hearted topic to you know introduce the idea of the show to everyone and to us. Just talk about you know easy shit. Yeah. Today though. Yeah, we're pretty much doing the same thing. Not about Clothes but it's another light, easy topic that we can just talk however long about that we feel like. Why are you pointing at me? Stop it. I'm not pointing Stop. at you. I'm pointing at... Oh, you're pointing at... Shit. You're pointing at... Squirtle? Squirtle. <laughs> at, at, at? Nice. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, we're talking about Pokemon today. Uh, we're not necessarily talking about Pokemon in Smash, though. As you can tell, again, from the title of this video, this is what we're calling an out-of-smash discussion topic, where we're talking about uh, either a subject or a gaming franchise without it necessarily correlating to Smash. Like, we'll probably talk about Smash in relation to Pokemon here today, but mainly we're going to talk about yeah. the Pokemon franchise, our thoughts on it, uh, where we think the game's currently headed, our history with it, where we first got our start, if there's any... Toys Pokemon, yeah, that we have, yeah, mm-hmm. You know, that's that's pretty much today. We're just gonna have some lighthearted Pokemon fun. Oh, yeah, keep on, bone, bone. who knows? Maybe even Jigglypuff will show up. No, should we just get it out of the way early? Fine, hang on, give me <clears> a second. <throat> you, you can go now. The problem is I don't know when you stop. That's a bit of a problem for me. You all still hear it because I just, like, I just use my headset. Oh boy, I have something stuck in my throat. It's making the Jigglypuff song not be as beautiful as it could be. But That's you get the general when idea. Get old, Jonathan. Are you done? Is it out of your system? Are you gonna do it anymore tonight? Ah, fucking figured. Are you are you done for the moment though? Like can, can I get thirty minutes apiece at least? Jigglypuff, Jigglypuff. All right, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it to happen again. <laughs> so, some meme survived into year two already. Whoops. Yeah, I'm sure it's not going to be the only Although, I've one. been... I've been plugging you with the Jigglypuff song for probably 10 years, so... Pretty much. From the moment that you first made your voice available to me, willingly or not. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. Precisely. Yeah, like, there's there's definitely gonna be at least one more joke that survives at least until the next episode, and I would I know which one that's gonna be, so that'd be interesting, I guess. But Yeah. It's Pokemon time. Pokemon Yes. I happen to know that you took a few notes on a few different discussion topics that you wanted to hit tonight. So why don't you, you know, just lead us off here. Okay. Nice uh, themed pajamas. Thank you. Really uh, suits the occasion. Oh, nice. Nice. I got Bowser. That's also not Pokemon. He was in Pokemon in my dreams. Yeah, well, Deadpool voiced Pikachu, so... Also true, yes. Got him. <laughs> Got him. Okay, so, starting off the top, I guess that we should start at the beginning. Like, where did Pokemon take it? Uh, and it's cool, too, that we're doing this. Yes, it is. Out of Smash series, which has been floating along, like, internally for a while. Uh, just a really good way to start out year two because we're telling people that along with the video, along with the jingle, we're also opening our horizons as far as what constitutes an on-topic episode. So, cool. And that was also intentional. Yes. So, so um, hope you enjoyed the episode. Starting off from the top, I just figured that it's probably a good idea to loop back into the childhoods of you and I. Oh, what a time to be alive. Indeed. Uh, 2020 joke right here, of course. So, um, my first memories of Pokemon, it's funny how I got into it, right? Because I didn't have a original Game Boy when I was a kid. And I think it was just... I didn't necessarily, um, you know, get born too late for it. It's just that I started gaming a little bit later. Like, my first console wasn't nintendo 64 and the only pokemon game on that was hey you pikachu which was not really a wonder you know what so hey, pikachu wasn't the only pokemon oh yeah pokemon stadium pokemon and snap. snap yeah and yeah. stadium too yep and pokemon puzzle league uh... yeah yeah okay that was a freudian slip but um yeah hey you pikachu comes up a little bit later in the story so don't you worry <laughs> So, um, yeah, the earliest that I can, no, that's Pokemon Channel. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. So, um, the onset of Pokemon for me was probably when I was six or seven years old, and I had not seen the anime yet, not read any of the manga, not played any of the games, but my grandma appeared, like they visited from san diego and we lived in the san francisco bay area yes like Like if she appeared right yeah if she appeared right now it might be appropriate because she's dead so um (laughs) but out of a pokeball would be appropriate yeah yeah precisely (laughs) precisely (laughs) but my grandma came down to our house and she brought with her a present for me, which was a Pikachu-themed giant blanket. 
So it was a it was a plush throw. Um yeah, so my first Pokemon experience was having a plush throw blanket of Pikachu that was like Pika it was like the trading card kind of with Pikachu on the front and then like a blue background. Mm. And then it just had the words Pikachu written across in very eccentric font All writing. Right. Yeah, and she was like, you like Pokemon? And I was like, I don't know what this is. Yes, yes, I do, sweet grandmother of mine. And from that moment on, I think I watched my first episode of Pokemon coincidentally like that same day or that same week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, you know, back when Saturday morning cartoons were a ritual and you didn't have them necessarily available to you at all times. That was, yeah, but it was a weekend, and I was able to sit down, and I was like, oh, well, shit, I actually like this. <laughs> it's a good thing, because I'm going to be sleeping with Pikachu for, for the next... Ever. Yeah, in one form or another. Um, I would probably still have that blanket today, but our house burnt down in 2004, so Pikachu died. I mean... Some... I got another one, though. Yeah, okay. Some Pokemon do die. That's canonical. Bye so. bye Butterfree. Bye. <laughs> bye bye Butterfree. And then over the years, you know, it was like my grandparents were really big fosterers of Pokemon love in my household early on. Mm-hmm. Like uh, that same year, I think my grandpa sent us cri- uh, Christmas gifts. He was a badass too. My grandpa on my mom's side of the family, he was the one who would always send the best gifts. Oh. So. Yeah, so like video games and and toys, all abounds whenever they came over, um, which informed some of my more sensitive personality traits later on. You know, since I was not spoiled as a child. So anyway, then, so then, which Pokemon game was the first one you owned? Since your origin was a blanket, and then the show, and then presumably the games. It was presumably the games. So, um, because I was about about to get to it, so I'm going to dive back into the story. So, like, my grandpa would bring me, I very distinctly remember, back in the late 90s, early 2000s, there was a collaboration between Pokemon and Elmer's Glue. What? (laughs) Do you remember this? Why were you fucked up? Seriously, 90s. (laughs) Fucking shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. The 90s mm-hmm. were so weird. Yeah, they were. I, I yeah, know there's some of you that are just like, no, 90s kids are awesome. It's like, listen. Listen. We're they 90s were kids. Weird. You have to accept that. They were fucked up. Mm-hmm. 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 And so I got Pokemon-themed glue. There was a red glittery glue for Charmander, a blue glittery glue for Squirtle, a green glittery glue for Bulbasaur, and a yellow glittery glue for Pikachu. I feel like, first of all, saying say glittery glue a few too many times fast is uh, really weird. Second of all, I feel like <laughs> yellow glittery glue is a really bad idea. So is yeah. red glittery glue, honestly. That's just well, like two other things. I don't think I want that in my classroom. Yep, just like mayonnaise-themed Splatoon fest, so... Yeah. Yeah. Nobody likes mayo, yeah. anyways. No, not really. 
I do know a few people who eat it straight out of the jar with a spoon, though. Well, maybe one day they'll be removed from the gene pool. Maybe one day. Although one of them's my sister. Well, maybe one day. <laughs> one day the gene pool will end us all. So, um... The gene gray True pool. facts. <laughs> also true. Um, so... After getting the glue and the blanket and uh, de-virginizing myself from the show, uh, you get Lister's hot takes to my strange word choices now. Anyway, visual keys. So, after all that, I finally played a game with Pokemon in it. Pokemon you know what that yeah. game was? Puzzle League. Hey you, Pikachu. It was a Nintendo 64 game. One more guess. Stadium, two. No, it's the It's Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> ah shit! God damn it! <laughs> so it comes full circle, and that was the first game that I ever played with a Pokemon in it, with Pikachu and Jigglypuff. And uh, of course, at the time, I actually had quite an affinity for Jigglypuff myself early on, as as you know, uh, let's see, 1999, as a five-year-old child. Well, so, you are a child. I will always be a five-year-old child, yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, as everyone can attest who's been listening to us for a year. Yep, yep, yep. Cry. Cry more. Um, so then Smash Brothers became an obsession in my life really early on. I remember we, like, rented it from Blockbuster, which you can't do anymore unless you live in Bend, Oregon. <laughs> so there's that. And then I loved it so much, we bought it the next week, and that was kind of that. Um, the first book, so anyway, that kind of brought me into loving video games. I played Super Mario 64, uh, which was my first video game ever, which is probably very strange for you since you were a whole generation prior. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, Super Mario 64, then just and that was just on a whim too like we went into best buy when it first opened in my town and they're like nintendo 64 is for sale and my mom was like yeah okay <laughs> nice nice I so it was, totally it was, hear it her was voice too. yep yep it's all very coincidental very coincidental uh it's, it's like the rat in endgame pretty much um so that got me started on that then pikachu came along the glue, the what, the Smash Brothers, all that. And my first actual Pokemon game was Pokemon Sapphire. Yeah, not a bad choice. Not, not a bad choice, but also quite a ways into the series at that point than most people in our generation. Uh, at least, like, I know Jose, for instance, my, my friend, mm. um, he started with... Uh, gold at least so he was a little more ahead of the curve more to the he's the same age as me but uh yeah so that was my first pokemon and there was there were some memories associated with that too that i'd like to share but i've rambled long enough how about your pokemon origin story my, uh, my pokemon origins you might say my pokemon journey you might say yeah so uh, your I'm pokemon not... xd i might say y yes my uh xd game of darkness but um 
when it comes to me thinking of Pokemon, I honestly don't remember which one came first, whether it was the show or the games. I think it was the show. I'm pretty sure I saw the show first. Uh, I'm not sure if I saw it just on WB airing, you know, just caught a random episode, or if we were just like, um, again, getting videos from Blockbuster. I was like, hey, what's this? They got funny aminals. I will watch the funny aminals show. And then it's an electric rat, and it shoots the guy at the face. It's like, Wow. <laughs> nice. Yep. And mm-hmm. from from then it was it was like fuck that's that's great love this shit want more of this shit hooked give more shit mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. um that that's pretty much my reaction to the show I don't remember like what my real early show thoughts were way back then I just remember it was like this good I like this I want to watch more of this. Um, mm-hmm. the only episode I can, like, really remember, I know I watched the original episode, um, way back when, and I know I watched the, uh, the Cubone episode with Giselle, where they, it was, like, yeah. the Pokemon Institute, or whatever the school was called. I remember those episodes pretty, pretty clearly. Uh, beyond that, I don't remember, like, what I necessarily watched as a kid, but, um, one year, birthday's coming up, uh, I had not owned a video game prior to this, to that birthday, I had played on my grandmother's Super Nintendo, you know, Mario 3, Mario World, Yoshi's Island, uh, Mario RPG, the four defining games of my childhood, as we mentioned in the first episode of uh, the podcast. But, hey, look, Pichu Amiibo. I've got one of them. Uh, so for my birthday one year, I was given a Game Boy Color, so the very first gaming console I owned. And then I also was given Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue. So I had both. I don't know why nice. they got me both. I guess they didn't. I mean, they probably didn't know that there was very minimal differences. Mm-hmm. Which, fair enough. I guess I just thought, oh look, here's the first game and the second game. You know, that makes sense to me. And I remember mm-hmm. going like, oh my god, I'm gonna play them both right now. And I would just like alternate which cartridge I was using because I was a fucking idiot. And in Pokemon Red, <laughs> I picked Squirtle. And in Pokemon Blue, I picked Charmander because it's like opposites. And fortunately, Bulbasaur was not on my radar at the time. You are now. But back then he was not, and I always I um I knew like if they like I told myself as a kid like oh if we ever get a Pokemon Green I'm gonna pick Bulbasaur in that one. Little did I know at the time, both Pokemon Green already existed, just not for us. We didn't mm-hmm. get that one. It just didn't happen. <coughs> but mm-hmm. uh, that that was my that was my work is pretty simple about that. It was just like see show like show get game like game. But uh, those first games were actually hard for me as a kid. Um, not necessarily like I struggled all the way through it. Like the problems were the biggest problem was I had it in my childhood mind of I'm gonna catch these different ones, and I'm gonna level all of them. Don't do that. Don't 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 level. Yeah, I'm not just talking about a team of six. I'm talking about just like I had like twenty of them that was out that I was leveling. Which is madness. Don't do that unless you're playing Pokemon Gen 8, where you can just swap everything out of your box, no problem in the wild, and everything gains experience no matter what. Uh, mm-hmm. But also the menuing in the original games was just so bad. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah. You had to save every time you swapped boxes to switch around your Pokemon? And there's only like four Pokemon per box? What the shit? Programming limitations. My god. Thank God I yeah. broke. But um, unfortunately, my Pokemon Origins also have a very sad end to them. 
Oh, no. So, my brother and I, we were both really into it. We both liked it. Our parents apparently thought we were into it a little too much. And mm-hmm. one day they said, that's it. You're banned. No more Pokemon. Wow. And we had to. Oh, I also got Pokemon Yellow eventually. Uh, so I have Pikachu there. But uh, we had to give up the games that we had and stuff. They, they took it all. And it was very upsetting for a kid being told this cool thing you like you have to get rid of now because your parents are sick of it and it wasn't until uh the end of generation three before not long before gen four had been announced and the hype cycle for that got started up that we were that we started playing the games again mm-hmm. i had picked up uh fire red uh my brother Twix got leaf green i got ruby he got sapphire then we both got copies of emerald and we were just, like, immediately sunk back in. So I, I completely skipped Gen 2, but I got back into mm-hmm. it right at the end of Gen 3. And then from, with the Gen 4 hype cycle, I started following it all the shit online. I was like, oh, my God. Yes. Me. Yes. <laughs> yes, me. That's part of why, like, I have such an affinity for Gen 4. Because, like, for me, Gen 4 was my reintroduction to, like, that, mm-hmm. that's, that's the first time I got to follow the internet hype cycle of it all. So I have a... I have a strong feeling for Gen 4. Nice. Nice. Was it, uh... So it was purely because you and Twilix were playing it a ton. And it, it wasn't one of those situations where your parents were like, Pokemon is the devil. It, it wasn't the whole, Pokemon's the devil. Because, like, also my parents, we did Harry Potter. So my parents were never really into the whole Satanism nonsense. Like, everything's fucking evil. Don't let little Timmy look at the rock star. Ooh. You can't do the D&Ds uh-huh. or you become Satan. No, we were never mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. crazy fundamentalist family. Good. Yeah. But uh, yeah. It, it was more of just we would play the we would either be playing them all the time, watching it all the time, or talking about it all the time. And they just got fucking sick of it. I don't necessarily blame them for getting sick of it, but also telling your kid that you're banning this from them. Personally, I think it's a bit of a shit thing to do. They're not watching this. It's fine. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> I mean, they, I don't know if they would agree with what they did back then. I don't know. But as, as a kid, I was definitely upset. And I, oh, yeah. you know, I didn't like that. And, and for years, I obeyed. For years, I obeyed. But then I'll be looking stuff up online. I, I was looking up stuff on Pokemon online before I was supposed to be. like Before the ban got lifted, whatnot. Like, I found these websites where you could play Pokemon. It wasn't real Pokemon. It was you would run around a map. And you could randomly encounter Pokemon on the grass. They would, you wouldn't really battle. And there's like, oh, hey, you have your shiny variant. But it's also metallic and some other weird nonsense. It's like, this is stupid. I don't want... What, what does it even do? There's no, there's nothing different about this. Fuck that. I think that's part of why I don't really care about shinies. Because my introduction mm-hmm. with shinies were through those weird Pokemon game websites. Where they also had shiny and metallic and something else. And it's like... But there's no difference. Pink, gold... There might have been a pink, pink variant, gold actually. Pokemon. There might have been yeah. a pink variant. Nice. Sure. Was this? But, oh, man. Nice. There were a lot of sites that had the same functionality. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, it scratched the itch, but it was mm-hmm. not Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course. Of course. Um, was it? Was Pokemon Crater on your radar during that time? Pokemon Crater. It sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. I need to know more. I actually don't even know if I should have done a little extra research, but I can't even remember if the site's still up or if I it mean, ever I'm, went down. I'm yeah, no. Searching for it too. 
Um, funnily enough, Nintendo snatched up that original um, address for themselves, so it leads you to Nintendo.com when really, you put in Pokemon to... Crater. Uh, I, I got Pokemon Battle Arena. Yeah, Pokemon Battle Arena. It looks like this is a spiritual successor. I'm, I'm making an account really quick just to find out if this is mm -hmm. uh, what I remember my old experiences being. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is, again, speaking, speaking of, of Jose, just uh, one of my best friends back in elementary school. Uh, this was something we played online all the time. Where it was just like those manual outputs between generated pokemon maps you go between them and just collect as many pokemon as you can and i don't know why we did when it was clearly like a weird variant of this actual is, pokemon this, i think this is it it looks a little bit different like it's not the exact same thing but this is more yeah. or less what i dealt with nice nice i also don't know who my character is on this map but i'm wandering around and like none of the pig people are moving. And it hasn't yep. given me any wild Pokemon yet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Back in the day, that was the shit. For some reason, because kids are dumb, I guess. Uh, but yeah, it was interesting. I'm in a battle. Hang on, is this what that I think and... it is? Is it? I, I. This looks like it's it looks like a. Uh... Like, they essentially upgraded it, but this looks like mm -hmm. what I've dealt with before. <laughs> I, does it have metallic Pokemon? That's the thing. If it does, then that's it. This is the thing. It's a little different looking, but it's the thing. <laughs> uh, search offline trains. Maybe that'll tell me what I'm looking for. Golden Deoxys, yeah. a Void Rhyhorn, an Alice Snort. What the fuck? <laughs> a crystal cricketot sakura cricketot okay oh they've gone hog wild yeah this is this is pretty much the idea blue orb pikachu <laughs> toxic ponyta what the hell Pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Yeah, we really got hung up on this thing as, as kids. It's, this is more or less the same basic concept of what I did before. Nice. Nice. I wonder if Toxic Ponyta will ever make it into Smash. No. Okay. Okay. I wonder if regular Ponyta will. Uh, so, Gen 4 was kind of your reintroduction, and Gen 3 was really where I first jumped in officially with uh with everything going on in the gaming sub sect of it all mm. so that's pretty uh pretty interesting and we funnily enough had similar enough earlier years of pokemon because of stuff like pokemon crater battle arena yeah so that's uh that's interesting um funnily enough i, I mean i kind of i never knew that about you with your origin story i don't uh, so that's pretty really... interesting a, a, a lot of my younger days stuff as a kid, I don't like telling people because you're a kid, you do stupid <coughs> shit. And unlike some people out there, I don't like having my stupid shit out there for everyone to know. Of course. It's none of their of course. goddamn business. But, you know, something yeah. like this, I don't mind really talking about. It. I just don't talk about it much. There's no reason to. I don't have a reason no. to bring this no. up unless we're talking about 
our origins Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I was just going to say with uh, your like limited first steps into the world of Pokemon because of the ban. I mean, uh, that explains it in one way. Like you just went like batshit when you got back into it because you're like, hell yeah, we're back into it. <laughs> I was like, you're so passionate and knowledgeable about Pokemon. Yep. I was like, this guy has had to have just played it from the very beginning and just gone all true. the way through. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, just in a kind of reverse retrospect where mm-hmm. you had to go back through the series. So that is sip of water. Interesting. And uh, I don't know. I guess we'll just keep this going and I'll just kind of go into more of those next few years after the origin started for me. Alright. So, uh, Pokemon Sapphire, right? Uh, Pretty pretty accessible game to finally get into into the series with. Um, Actually... Certainly... Yeah. Hey, hey, let me let me turn this back a little. I thought this I think this might be interesting. Uh, first of all, did you ever play uh, either of the original Gen ones and Gen one and two? I did play uh, Gen one when it came out on the 3DS Virtual Console. Fair enough. Okay. Well, why, why don't mm-hmm. we talk about going from like from Gen to Gen? Uh, our okay. experience with each of them, both in and out okay. of games. I think that might be fun. Sure. All sure. Right. Yeah. So I already talked a little bit about uh, my Gen 1 experience, how I picked Squirtle on red and Charmander on blue. I don't remember which version I wanted putting more time into. I don't even remember like what Pokemon I really used outside of Pidgeot. I fucking love Pidgeot. Pidgeot's awesome. Fearow, fuck off. I don't give a shit about Fearow. <laughs> but um, I never ended up beating the original Gen 1 games, not even Yellow when I got that one. Probably because of the ban. But also, um, I got to Victory Road. And my little kid mind could not figure out Victory Road's puzzle. I couldn't do it. I never made it out of Victory Road. You know what I did do? I found Moltres. And I battled Moltres. And I captured (laughs) Moltres with a regular, generic Pokeball. Not a Great Ball, not an Ultra Ball, and certainly not a Master Ball, but a Pokeball. And that is my Gen 1 claim to fame. Oh, buddy, bear. That is, uh, no, and you're especially uh, that young, but I think in general, too, that's kind of a feat. So, nice. I don't really have a whole lot of Gen 1 gaming feats myself. Um, I just jumped into it one day when they were released on the Virtual Console on 3DS. Rip Virtual Console, by the way, one of the most glaring assets of the Switch that is just not really there. Uh, NSO does not count. Does not count. Especially since we can't own the games. Uh, but. So, uh, my Pokemon experience with Gen 1. So, I don't remember off the top of my head mm-hmm. when it was released on 3DS. I think it was like 2014. Yep. So, um, it was kind of along the lines of just downloading Pokemon Yellow. Uh, because around that time I already had my little Pikachu plushie. Pikachu had pervaded my life a long time before I played Pikachu's game. Right. Um, <laughs> the blanket called to me after it was burnt down to a crisp, and its spirit like called out for me to download Pokemon Yellow. 
So, uh, Pokemon Yellow. I Here's my very limited experience with that game. I download it. I play it for a few minutes. I'm like, this is very cute. Also, the menu sucks. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's it's what's funny to me. This is going to be a brief <clears throat> rant from my side. <laughs> me, brief rants. Um, yeah. People that say, oh, Gen 1 is best. Gen. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Gen one is fucking horrible. Now, if you want to say Kanto's your favorite region, or if you're, or if you're talking about like the remakes, Fire Red, you think Fire Red is the best. All right, I'll give you that part of the argument. Gen one and to an extension, Gen two suck. They're broken as hell. The menuing is horrible. I can have four Pokemon to a box and have to save when I switch boxes. My item inventory. You got like twenty items in the inventory. Period. And if you have more than that, sell it, discard it, or put it in your PC, which also mm -hmm. has limited space. I, think, I get that there were severe hardware limitations, and Pokemon almost didn't happen, especially Gen 2, because there was just not enough room. But, god damn, guys, come on. Take off your rose-tinted glasses and see Gen 1 what it was. I give it respect for starting the whole thing, and we wouldn't have the future generations without it. But Gen 1 sucks ass. Yeah, and that's why I did not put in the time to go and, and beat Pokemon Yellow, because yeah. at the time, I had already played Fire Red and Leaf Green, uh, and those were much better experiences, given quality of life upgrades, where you can fully experience Kanto yep. and all the Pokemon there without having to deal with the hassle of the lim hardware limitations. So Gen 1, for me, was pretty short-lived as far as the actual red, blue, yellow green i guess go right um <clears throat> played some really weird pokemon hacks though over the years that involved those <laughs> nice, nice and that that could be a whole other episode <laughs> i remember there was one where uh there were like you op your pokedex was a cell phone and the pokemon could die in your party and like the trainer had a gun it was weird, and it kind of creeped me out as a kid. You know what? I, I saw a streamer recently on Twitch that was talking about how they don't make Pokemon like they used to because he remember one as a kid where they had a gun. It's like, and I'm thinking to myself watching this guy, it's like, what are you talking about? Pokemon has <laughs> never had guns. Maybe he played that hack and didn't realize it was a fake game. Probably. I mean, they're they're rampant online. They even sell all those physical cartridges on Etsy or eBay or whatever, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and if you go down that rabbit hole, it's kind of kind of a strange time, to yeah, say the least. Yeah, it really is. Um, yeah. Did you ever get to so, Gen 2 at all? Gen 2, I mean, I think I ultimately downloaded Pokemon Crystal mm -hmm. and never got to playing it. Uh, I did have Heart Gold, though. Well, that's so, Gen 4. Yeah. Yeah, technically speaking, right? It's a remake of Gen 2, but it doesn't really count, which is why no. it, it I would just have Gen it there. It's Gen 4 mechanics, and it has Gen 4 Pokemon, so it's Gen 4. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, for, yeah. for me, Gen 2, like I said before, I skipped it as a kid, because banned. But then uh, on the 3DS, they added Silver and Gold and Crystal to it, and I bought Silver because we didn't know if Crystal was going to come around, so I just got Silver just to have one of them. And I thought, my foolish self, I'm going to Nuzlocke this one. No. Nice. 
don't do that. <laughs> the old gens, you also don't don't do that. Because there's just no, the problem with Nuzlocke in the older games is the Pokemon just do, the first of all the system and the math and how it all factors together is whack. Critical is based mm-hmm. off of your speed and Gen One is fucking craziness. But also most Pokemon don't learn good moves, and if you get stuck with a really yeah. shit one, you're fucked. Uh, your money is limited, so your TMs are limited. It's just a mess. I ended up giving mm-hmm. up the Silver Run. I think around. I think it was either Ecrotech City or Olivine City. Somewhere in that region is when I just flat, flat out gave up. It's like, no, I'm done. Forget this. I'm probably never going to go back to it. If I ever go back to Gen 2, it's just going to be to Crystal. And I'll play Crystal and probably not even do the Kanto part. Because, God. I, I did a Let's Play of uh, Soul Silver last year. And, God damn, it's just. This whole silver is so fucking long with the Kanto stuff. Cool that it's there way too long god damn i don't i don't think i want to do that again right right oh wasn't it uh satoru iwata who was the yeah. one who was able to program kanto into gen 2 uh, well, and kind of and kind of yeah. he compressed uh the data so that it would fit oh right and right, even right. then because originally if he hadn't been able to do that i've seen screenshots of this but um the original plan was that they were just gonna, it was gonna be like the size of kanto the entire region of kanto was going to be the size of a single city in Gen 2. <laughs> that, that's how they were going to have to get around it, because there was not space in the cartridge. And Iwata, thank God, saved the day. Nice. Otherwise, I mean, what would, have, what would honestly have been the point of going to Kanto? If it was just a single Nothing. fucking thing. Nothing, especially when Kanto exists on red, blue, and yellow on the same system. So... Well, yes and no. Technically speaking, yeah. the original Pokemon games were released on the original Game Boy, and the Gen 2 was released true. on Game Boy Color. Yeah. You mm-hmm. can play mm-hmm. the original games on Game Boy Color, and in some cases, I I don't remember which one it is. Uh, I know the Future Trinity Gym, you can, have the, you can see the invisible walls in one of the two uh, versions, either on the classic Game Boy or on the Color. You can actually see the walls. I don't remember which one is which, but I know you can do that. That's right. I think it was the Game Boy version, now that you I mentioned think so. it. Um um speaking of nuzlocks how's your nuzlocke of just hop skipping and jumping really quick how's your yeah, that, nuzlocke that of gen died. 8 going that died i, I got that bored. died i got bored that's what happens <laughs> a lot of times what if i do a nuzlocke i'll just get bored of it and i stop there's only been a few nice. like, a, maybe only twice no a small handful of times when i've actually completed a nuzlocke all the way through and i didn't get bored of it yeah yeah i don't blame you that can be pretty pretty challenging yeah. and just I, yeah. I think the the coolest way to do one like if you're gonna do a nuzlocke the best way to keep yourself motivated is to either like record yourself playing within a video or mm-hmm. write a write a big story about it that you can send to people or uh make what a you were doing well i was doing like a small minimalist kind of thing i mean like an actual fanfic type deal of your nuzlocke oh, yeah. story like either doing that or making like a comic out of it like that that's pretty much yeah. how i got into nuzlocke was People were making good-ass comics. Uh, the original was done by, well, I mean, I don't remember his name, but, like, the original one, it was just called Pokemon Hard Mode, and Nuzleaf was a pro- prominent character who became Nuzlocke. Oh, yeah, and also, like, the Nuzleaf had the face of Locke from uh, Lost, why they were called Nuzlocke after that. But uh, Kynem, oh, yeah. Kynem on DeviantArt did two really good Nuzlocke that I loved reading. She did one of, I think it was 
Pearl. It was one of the Gen 4 games. And then she also did one of the Gen 5 games. Where the Gen 5 protag was the uh, daughter of her Gen 4 protag. Which was really cool to see. The art got a lot nice. better in her nice. Gen 5 than those left comics in her Gen 4. Sweet. Um, yeah, if only that, if only either of us were talented enough to go full on into comic creation. But, uh, yeah, to, for me... I, so bad. I had ideas once where I was going to mm-hmm. have a character that is getting hopped between these different Pokemon worlds because of Arceus. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, the world starts being threatened, so I'm going to have you go here. It's like, okay, can I go home now? Nope, now you got to go here. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> can I go home now? No. Alright. I don't remember the exact path in order I was going to do, but eventually it was going to end. Nice. Nice. I think that was that would have been Gen... something. I think that was back when Gen 6 was the newest generation. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty cool. That, that was quite a while ago. Or not too long, but... Um, that reminded me, uh, just to... Yeah. Just to sidestep really quickly, too. All of this talk of just back-in-the-day stuff, Gen 1, Gen 2, whatever, uh, our realization of the Pokemon website that we both apparently used. Yeah. Well, um, I used a few that were all the same kind yeah. of concept. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then going back into the potential for fan fiction, do you recall like when you were probably... Eh, maybe... 9 or 10 years old there was a fan site for Yoshi called the Yoshi fan site. No. And you and you could post collaborative fiction on there. No. I yeah. never was on this. <laughs> yep. And and uh and Jose and I had injected ourselves into the message board and as like as ourselves and oh, no. contributed to a community fan fiction about like the lives of Yoshis on Yoshi's Island. At some point, we like got together and had like Yoshi's a boxing Island. match against a giant Yoshi. Yep. Yoshi's yep. Island. Yep. It's upside down. Yep. But Yoshi's Island. Island. Oh, the painting. Yeah, it's right there. There's Yoshi. There's Yoshi's Island. You're half, nice. but I still have not put it up because I don't decorate. As you can tell no, by my blank ass walls. I don't decorate. <laughs> I should, but I don't. I have, you should have someone coming over. With, but I don't. Mm-hmm. Go get someone from like DoorDash to go and come in and put it up. No. <laughs> Be like, hey man, you want a tip? No. <laughs> no, no. Uh, if they bring you your food this time, that is. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I guess we just keep the train rolling, huh? Yeah. Uh, Gen 3 is kind of where we're at now. Yep. So what's Gen 3 like for you? Well, um, Gen, so as I said before, Gen 3 was my reintroduction to the franchise where I picked back up. Uh, I got Fire Red, I got Ruby, I got Emerald. Uh, all of them were... Actually, no, Fire Red was not used, but my Ruby and Emerald copies were both used, and I got them from GameStop. Uh, on one of the two of them, some guy had multiple Rayquazas, so... Cheater. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I know what you did. You're a cheater. I just said Rayquaza's <laughs> ball. like, no, I'm gonna play the game. I played both Ruby and Emerald to like see the differences. I mean, of course, uh, I I really love the third version that's what they started to do with uh, for technically Gen One Green. No, no, blue. Blue was the third version technically. Mm-hmm. Technically, or is it green? I don't remember. Anyways, there's there's always been a there's been a third version 
for most of the generations, and they're typically considered the, the definitive edition, more or less. So I really like the Emerald because it had both Kyogre and uh, Groudon doing their fight, and it looked a lot better in that game. Like, we were able to get Rayquaza, that was cool. I don't really remember much about my particular experience with Gen 3 other than just my reintroduction. I know that I did not like uh, In Fire Red and Leaf Green, where it's like, oh, hey, so you got, uh, trying to think of a good example here. Uh, you got a Scyther. That's cool. Scyther evolves into Caesar, except not in this game. Because we're remaking Gen 1, and we're saying you're not allowed to evolve your Pokemon into the forms that they get in Gen 2 or 3 until you beat the game and you get the National Dex, which you have to do all this extra bullshit first with the Sevi Islands, and then you can do that, and now you can evolve your Scyther. It's like, fuck you. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad that they didn't do that again when the remakes of uh, Gen 2 and Gen 3. Because fuck that shit. I was so dumb. Yeah. Otherwise, I was fine yeah. with Gen 3. I didn't really have any issues beyond no, that. No, of course. Of course. Um, I do yeah, so very Gen hard 3. I to go back to any game that's Gen 3 or older, though, because of mm-hmm. what Gen 4 did with the battle system and how they uh, did the special and physical split. I find it very mm-hmm. hard to go back to Gen 3. Even though right, I right. had to do it now because of a Let's Play I did of Leaf Green. So that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man. Yeah, Gen 3 was a renaissance for me when I realized that, hey, uh, we can play as Pokemon in Pokemon games and not just in Smash Brothers. Yes. <laughs> oh, that reminds like, me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I encountered Smash during the ban. Uh, mm-hmm. I played a little bit of 64 at a... Um, it's kind of like a babysitter kind of place where like they, people dropped off their kids there. It wasn't just like an active babysitter came to your house. It was more like a, a place where they had a whole bunch of people working. I don't know what they have like a separate name for it. But uh, they had Smash 64, and I played some of that. But uh, I went to a friend of mine's house for uh, one year, or one day, one night, and he had Melee. And we played the hell out of Melee, and he like... He used Mewtwo a lot. I actually liked Mystery Game and Watch a lot when I was introduced mm-hmm. to it. And when I, when I wanted to get Melee at, for my house, part of my pitch to my parents was like, I know it has Pokemon in it and we're not supposed to do Pokemon, but I'm not going to play with them. I'm only going to fight against them. That was part of my pitch for getting the game. <laughs> and for the most part, I didn't play as the Pokemon characters unless I had to use them to unlock something, in which case I turned down the volume, and I just played the game. And oh, I felt man. guilty about it, because I was a stupid child. Oh, man. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that... Good old, good old. Stupid children. Good old. <laughs> Don't you love it? Yeah. Maybe that's probably the best part of Gen 2. <laughs> so there's that. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Melee was released in between Gen 2 and 3. I was trying to remember yeah. if Gen 3 was first or not. But no, nope. um, Gen, 3, Gen 3 and 4 came out between Melee and Brawl, which is what kind of screwed over Playskin. If Gen 4 hadn't been out by then, I'm pretty sure Playskin would have been Smash instead of Lucario. Yep, yep. Maybe it would have been a third or Captain maybe, Falcon. Or maybe we would have gotten the Gen 3 Pokemon trainer instead of regular Pokemon trainer. That could have been interesting. Have had, like, Blaziken, uh... Trico and uh, Marsh Tom. Yeah. 
And then uh, then everybody would be pissed that Mudkip didn't make it in for reasons. Mudkip sucks. <laughs> Fuck the memes. Mudkip is the worst Gen 3 starter. Come on now. I don't disagree. Uh, also, it's the generation of 7.8 too much water. So there's also that. No, no, no. No, no, no. 7.8 out of 10 too much water? That's the remakes. Oh. That's okay. the remakes well, when they did that joke. Well, the fans turned it into a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, yeah, games journalism uh, full of a lot of legit critics. Um, honestly, anywho. Honestly, I will say that game journalism mm-hmm. is a tough business. Because you have to play of course. you have to play this game, you have to get the review out by this date, and if you don't play enough of the game by mm-hmm. then, you can only write so much. At the same time, not everybody's gonna like every type of game or be good at every type of game. So if somebody's yeah. like, Hey, uh you gave me this game to review, it's an it's you gave me the newest Call of Duty, I suck at FPS games, I'm not gonna get very far, I'm not gonna give this a very good review. So I, I kind of yeah. get it from that respect, but in that case, I it, to me it falls upon the people assigning their reviews and like, you do this game. It's like, but I don't play this. Like, do it anyway. It's like, that's the problem. And also, maybe don't be an arrogant asshole, uh, IGN, about the reviews that you send out. Oh yeah. Oh and yeah. When players respond to them in a negative manner, maybe don't be a dick. Mm-hmm. Such as the Generation Eight review, where it's like this the comments on this review are not the place to address criticisms like where the fuck do we address it then this is the perfect mm-hmm. place to address criticism about your review about this game that we are having criticism about what the yeah. hell i'm not sure but i think it might have been the same person that did 7.8 out of 10 i, know, <laughs> I don't know for sure i'm not confident on that but it might have been i know both of them were ign i know that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and if they were to assign that person to another review, like, why would they do that to begin with? That is uh, I mean, interesting. It's, it's like the old saying goes, you can't spell ignorant without IGN. <laughs> you know what? That That is uh, true. Anywho. Um, Gen, so yeah, Gen 3 for me was, uh, was a renaissance era for Pokemon. Uh, to this day... As far as like mainline Pokemon games go, playing the actual flagship generation titles, uh, Sapphire and Ruby and Emerald still stick in my mind quite a bit, and it's just because of those, uh, I don't know, days being engrossed with it. I think that as you grow older, not necessarily for me, and it's for me anyway, as I grow older, it becomes harder to be impressed by games in the same way that we were as kids. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and grasping that feeling. Like we're we're um, also just more aware of what's not good. We can't be mm-hmm. fooled as easily anymore. Yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah, that's true. Some of the games that I liked as a kid. <laughs> First of all, I, th- I thought Yoshi's Story was like the best Yoshi game. Um, I played like Eminem's Mini Madness on the Game Boy Color on, ironically. He had that too. What, you, you too? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, one of the composers for Shovel Knight composed on that game. Uh, and then there was... I... Oh, yeah, Hot Wheels Turbo Racing was pretty pretty bad, too. Um, oh, that reminds me. 
I wanted Hey You Pikachu really badly during mm-hmm. the uh, whole Nintendo 64 era. Uh, the commercials came out for that, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I you have, can... I have not yeah. owned very many of the Pokemon spin-off games. The only one that I can... Mm-hmm. Actually, I think I've only ever owned one. Well, that's not necessarily true. Uh, it wasn't until Pokemon Ranger that I owned a spin-off game. And I only got it because you could get a Manaphy egg in that game and transfer to Gen 4. If you beat the game. I didn't. <laughs> nice. Nice. But like the only other spin-offs yeah. I got were like the, the Rumble series, I think. Mm-hmm. And then like uh Coliseum. I got Coliseum. I don't think I got any yeah. of the other spin-offs. I'm like so, some of the WiiWare type shit like my Pokemon Ranch. Okay, yeah. I have that. Is that a game? No. It was the it was the first version of Pokemon Bank. Let's be real mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I don't know. I really wanted Hey You Pikachu as a kid. Like, screw Pokemon Snap or Pokemon Stadium or Pokemon Puzzle League. Here's Hey You Pikachu. Clearly the best quality game out of all of them. You mean the uh, most panned Pokemon game of all time? Yeah. Was it that or was it like po- or, or was it Pokemon Dash, I wonder? I think it was Hey You Pikachu. Nice. I'm well, yeah, not th- there was no Pokemon way. Dash is. I'm, not, I'm not sure what that is. It's that one where you got where you guided Pikachu with with the stylus that was like a DS launch title. I don't yep. know. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. It was it was just like a tech demo. I had that and Yoshi Touch and Go like right at the start of the DS life. Um. We were desperate back then for games. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, as often happens happens at the start of a console's life cycle. Um. Yeah, hey you Pikachu. I really wanted that as a kid. We went to my mom at Toys R Us and we looked for it everywhere in the video game department, couldn't find it. And we asked the clerk, they said it was not in stock. And so what do I do as a seven or eight year old kid? Of course. I cried. Yeah. 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 I didn't I didn't even necessarily throw a fit. I just started quietly sobbing in the middle of the store about it not being there. And, the and then uh, all the time, and you cry because you couldn't have it. Mm-hmm. And I never did get it either. We never found it. Um, it wasn't the until best. Pokemon Channel came out on the GameCube I can play a game like that. And I was engrossed with it as a kid. I was like, and you this could get your free Jirachi. That was also true. Yes. <laughs> um, but my mom also with a brain bought that game. Well, I didn't buy that game. My parents did. <laughs> um, my parents also bought me uh, Star Wars uh, Episode One Pod Racer that day instead of Hey You Pikachu, which incidentally was a far superior game. Oh yeah, and it's still good to this day. Um, but funnily enough, I was Switch hung up now. on Hey You Pikachu. It is on the Switch now. I have a video of Some it on Star Gaming. Nice. Some people say it's a little easier than they remember or shorter yep. than they remember. But uh either way, I mean I I would I, I would like to go back into that world too. Um one one of these days. When Nintendo re releases Hey You Pikachu, we'll talk about getting Pod Racer on my Switch too. No, it's just be, kidding. Hey you new Pikachu. Because they like adding new to the start of fucking everything. New Pokemon <laughs> Snap. Yeah. Yeah. The only bad thing about a Pokemon Snap sequel is that it's called New Pokemon Snap. It's true. Well, like, what's that's up with the that? only thing bad so 
far. Yeah, yeah. I have it is so kind of very little faith in Game Freak these days. I I could just easily see them screwing it up. Mm-hmm. No, as could I. I mean, the graphical output is far superior to Gen 8, so there's that. It's kind the of fun. The trees look better than Gen 8's trees. Oh. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. God. Because Game Freak is a company who almost launders money from all of their blind constituents. Nowadays, at least. I mean, anyway. Admittedly, part of it's called <laughs> the Pokemon Company and their deadlines, but... Like, oh, could, yeah. you just, could you at least not try and bullshit us, Game Freak? Listen, we're not all eight years old anymore. We know. No. You mm-hmm. can be real with mm-hmm. us. The more mm-hmm. real you are with us, the less we'll bullshit you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, we'll get to more of Gen 8 when we get to it, I'm sure, and that'll be a fun conversation. <laughs> uh, but, no, just to wrap up Gen 3... Uh, that was like when we got into the Pokemon Creator crap too. Um, Fire Red Leaf Green at the time. I, I didn't think a whole lot of the weird evolution blocks or anything, but yeah, that is bullshit in hindsight. Um, I mostly focused on like the new generation, not the remakes. So um, I don't know. Everything about it was like, wow, I am actually a Pokemon trainer. This is some great stuff. Here I am. Uh, so this was, I think it was released, what, 2003? So, Sapphire and Ruby. That was before my house burnt down, which was in August of 2004. So, funnily enough, uh, first of all, I, sh- I should say that I had one beloved Pokemon that was more beloved than all of the rest. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Pelly, the Pelipper. So I got it to level 100. We soared through Victory Road, and became champions together when you and, told me one day that your favorite pokemon was pelipper i was surprised as i was like that was not that there's anything wrong with pelipper but mm-hmm, that was not mm-hmm, an answer mm-hmm. i was expecting i don't know exactly what i would have expected but not pelipper <laughs> i know every pokemon has their fans and mm-hmm, every pokemon is somebody's mm-hmm. favorite except for maybe simis here but pelipper caught me <laughs> by surprise like what you like yep pelipper the best mm-hmm. over like all mm-hmm. the cool ones like cubone and blaziken and cubone and blaziken and gengar <laughs> like pelipper what okay <laughs> Alrighty then <laughs> fuck sure yeah one of the pokemon that's Sudo most Uda? like a real oh. animal I mean, I'm thinking that might be Rattata or Seal. Yeah, yeah. Or Pelipper's up there, though. Poochiena. Mm-hmm. Persian. Maybe? Oh, man. Oh, man. But, yeah, so, yeah, Pelly and I ruled the world together, and uh, I don't know. We I, I had a childhood affection for Pelicans, and just kind of went from there. Uh, but, so... Um, my house burnt down. The day that that happened, okay, so this was like fifth grade. I had a couple years with uh, my Pokemon games before they, yeah. So, what had happened was out of the blue, I was being driven to school that morning. I was in fifth grade, I think. And my 
that we had a policy on school playground no video games oh and i was thinking yeah yeah exactly and i was thinking i was going to be bad that day and bring my game boy advance with me with my pokemon games and everything else i had this baggy like kind of like a little lunch pail that i kept all of my games in and i was just going to shove it in my backpack and call it a day and play it on the playground anyway but but so at the last second morals took over and i left my game bag in the car so on that day it was a water heater fire and the water heaters in the garage where the van was the van blew up after being ignited by the water heater fire and by the time the fire was contained the van was nothing more but a shell like the framework was very raggedy and that's all that remained of the van so the game Pelly was incinerated turned into dust and Jose being the close friend that he was came up to me that day and he put his hand on my shoulder and was crying and he said to me Pelly died <laughs> he's not wrong no he's not wrong Oh boy. Maybe you um, can wear Pelly's skull on your head? Yeah. Yeah, I wish. That would have been a comfort at the time. Unfortunately, I only had my own tears. Oh, man. So, we quickly rebuilt. Like, there was home insurance. That was fine. We eventually got the claims on everything. I got a Game Boy Advance, like, the day after the fire, just so I could be entertained. And it was an NES version Game Boy Advance SP, which was pretty cool, and I still have that. Uh, so then we got to resurrect Pelly, or actually more so just clone Pelly and turn it into... And I just played the entire game again so that way I can have a perfect clone of that Pelimber, basically. Was which is bigger, kind of macabre in hindsight. Bigger, better, and faster, to stronger, too. <laughs> is the first member of the Pelly crew. Then uh, Fire Red and Leaf Green, I mean, it was more of the same. It was Playground-era stuff, and so I put, it just was a continuation. I think eventually I transferred Pelly over there and just used Pelly in those games. Um, and Pokemon Emerald, too, that was kind of a revelation at the time. It was Sapphire and ruby but better and it had rayquaza as you said yeah it was uh so i i played the heck out of battle tower and all those areas and that was about that that was about that really it was <laughs> and during that era too i mean it was gamecube era as well i had pokemon coliseum uh pokemon channel and uh pokemon xd gale of darkness outside of the name Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness, XD being whatever. Uh, yeah, that's I, really weird. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought that those were uh, those were great games. Maybe in hindsight, like Pokemon Coliseum was pretty tough too for starting out with just an Umbreon and, S and an Espeon. But uh, but I appreciated like the grittier take that those uh, series took with the whole Shadow Pokemon thing and the and the underground organizations making it all happen. And Mirror B was someone that I thought should be playable in Smash just because of his afro. And also Ludicolo, of course. I do, and... have, I have I do have recently gained an affinity for Ludicolo. 
in the last few years. But not because of Coliseum. I actually misspoke earlier. Coliseum's not a spin-off I own. I actually meant Battle Revolution on the Wii, which was... I'm sorry. Eh. Mm-hmm. It was... It was the new. It was essentially the new stadium, and it was not great. No, no. Uh, the Pokemon Rumble, Pokemon Ranch. I've I've had all those too. Yeah, the Rumble games are pretty good. good. Times. I like them. Yeah, they are. They are. I do like that. I I think one of the only po- I like eventually, um, like post Gen four. I think Gen five was where I started to start faltering in my interest towards mainline Pokemon for whatever reason. Part of it is just, you know, it, it is, there's a lot of sameness between the the baseline standard, what you're doing between each of the games, mm-hmm. uh, which has become more of an issue now with Gen 8 than <laughs> probably ever. Uh, yeah, but um, I wish that I would have played Sun and Moon at least, but I just kind of didn't for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I've, I've kept up like Gen 4, but that's not really my turn yet. So how about you, Gen 4, this so, and that? Gen 4... It's kind of your renaissance. Yeah, Gen 4 would have been my renaissance. Like, when I got back to the franchise, everything was shiny and new. Like, yeah, I played Gen 3 before them, but Gen 4 was the first time I was actually getting to experience it alongside everybody else, which was fucking awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. I love the Sinnoh region. Uh, the story was... I, I actually really like Team Galactic, despite their haircuts. Ooh. Yikes. Uh, o- only only made worse by Team Flair's haircuts. Ooh. <laughs> Not mm-hmm. great. But I, I really enjoyed uh, that, that generation. I, I had Pearl. That was the version I bought. Then I later got Platinum as well. And you know those... Uh, uh, if you got... If you pre-ordered them, I think it was. If you got them early enough, you get that little, like, figurine that came yeah. with it. At least they did that for Platinum and they did it for Hard Gold and Soul Survivor as well as well. I don't think they did it for Pearl and Platinum. Or Pearl and Diamond, I mean. But I had that little figure of Tier 2. I still have it. Uh, it's actually in a box uh, in the living room right now with all my Amiibos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I remember. And then uh, I have right here the Ho-Oh from uh, nice. Hard Gold. If I thought about it, I would have grabbed the Giratina before we started this, but I didn't think about it. But I have Ho-Oh mm-hmm. here on my desk. So I've, I've had that here. So that's nice. always pretty cool. And that's when I got to play through Johto for the first time was in Gen 4, which was really nice. Uh, Kanto was, again, long. Very long. Mm-hmm. The, and like, Great, I mean, yeah, you're going through a whole region, so of course it's going to be long. But it felt like a slog because there was nothing happening. There's no story mm-hmm. to Kanto. Like, there was a mm-hmm. little bit of something going on in Cerulean City, where I had to track down Misty, and then there was that one rocket dude that uh, was one of the planet bomb or something? I don't remember what he was doing. He wasn't planning a bomb, but he, he was doing something. He buried something that he had to go get. But then, there was really nothing else anywhere else in Kanto besides, oh, Kogop got replaced by his daughter Janine, because he's part of the Elite Four now. And, um, Cinnabar Island blew up in between games. So now Blaine is, um, doing his gen out of the Seafoam Islands, because you can't do shit in Cinnabar. Which... Honestly, mm-hmm. I hate. I really hate that that happened. I, that's part of the um, the limitations that they had for the original Golden Silver. They had to they had to melt some of the maps down, and so they just had Cinnabar blow up because it was easier that way. Which I get it. But I was really hoping that mm-hmm. they would change that the remakes. But oh well. If we ever see Kanto again, and I'm hoping this is like further down the timeline, please fix Cinnabar. 
Please Cinnabar mm-hmm. and have that building that that Machop is building in Ver- in Vermilion City. Let him finish his goddamn building. For fuck's sake. It's been 20 years. <laughs> mm-hmm. Christ. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, I mean, that that's pretty much... I mean, I don't really have much else to say about Gen 4 beyond that. Cynthia is still, to this day, the hardest gym leader that I can recall facing. Uh, my God. Mm-hmm. Cynthia's fucking mm-hmm. bullshit. Uh, challenging life. <laughs> also, actually, no, there's mm-hmm. one more thing I want to say about Sinnoh real quick. Something that really pissed me off. Alright, so we got this this uh, member of the Elite Four here. His name was Flint. He used his Fire-type Pokemon. But there's only two Fire-type Pokemon families in Pearl and mm-hmm. Diamond. And they added, like, one or two more in um, Platinum. It's like, so you get a choice of Rapidash and Infernape. And we have a yep. Fire-type Elite Four member? And he uses a Drifloon? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like then Platinum added um Well I mean Eevee Flareon might have already been in the game. Actually no, they would have had to be in the game because Glaceon. But it's it's not like a fire family. And then they added um I guess Magby was there too, but that wasn't until post game. I mean like pre pre Elite Four, those your only two options were Rapid Ash and Infinite pretty much. I was like, Great. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, no. That's pretty much all I got. Yeah. Uh, Gen 4 for me, um, I don't know why I don't necessarily remember as much of it as I do with, well, I guess it was because it was around the time that my family was moving a lot, we were in Arizona for the first time, so I didn't have as much access to, like, the, uh, like, playground connection kind of deal that made Mm -hmm. Gen 3 a big deal for me. So Gen 4 was not as interconnected, of course it's around the time we started on Mercurius, so there was like the speculation of, oh yeah, clearly Lucario's going to be in. And I think I was one of the people that was like, why don't we get Munchlax instead? <laughs> I mean, to the um, credit, Munchlax was promoted in the uh, in the movie before Gen 4's release. So that like, is, Yeah, that's true. It's not the worst take in the world. Now, yeah. if you would say yeah. Chingling, what? <laughs> uh, Rotom should be playable in Smash, but that's a whole other story. Stunk. Um, Stunk? <laughs> Drapion. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought that Weasel would be playable as well. Weasel is so cool. Weasel is one of my favorite Gen 4 Pokemon. Gen, Gen 4, a lot of people hate on the designs of Gen 4, but I really love Gen 4's designs. Weasel is awesome. Uh, Dark Rise mm-hmm. is cool. Infernape, Torterra. It took me a while, but I've softened up on my initial hate for Empoleon. Printfluff still sucks, though. My god, Printfluff is <laughs> Um, Electivire, super cool. Uh, Glyscore, mm-hmm. my god, Glyscore. Yeah, yeah. I can't Rotom. remember the... Yeah, Rotom, of course. What is the parrot that's a Chat music off. note? Chat off. Yeah, Chat off. I like Chat off a lot like, as well. Whenever you use its, its move Chatter, you could, have it, you could have the game record you saying something, and whenever it uses move Chatter, it would play that recording. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was really cool. I remember... I remember that because we visited my hometown and I had Jose's little brother talking to the speaker. And so Chadot would, uh, it's kind of call would be Aaron going, Hello? So there's that. Nope. Hello? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I I thought the the legendaries were all really cool that that, uh, generation as well. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is a subreddit called Fuck Mindy because there's this one NPC in the game that you she asks for certain Pokemon that uh, to trade, and then she'll trade you a Haunter. And as you know, Haunters they only evolve when you trade them. So you're thinking, oh man. You're going to give me a Haunter, but it's going to evolve into a Gengar. Then I'll have a Gengar, which is great for me because I don't have friends I can trade with. The Haunter's holding an Everstone. So it doesn't evolve. Oh, yeah. Fuck oh, yeah. Mindy. I had to look that up. Fuck Mindy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a... What a... Yeah. What a twist. Incredible. I forgot all about that. I had to look it up on Reddit really quick. Um, don't mind me. I'm taking a woolen sock off. You want to see it? No. No, no out of the camera. No, no dude. It's just, it's just green. No. No yeah. one wants to see your ratty-ass yeah. socks. Get back on topic. Oh, they're brand they're brand new, actually. Gen 4, your yeah. thoughts. $20. Played it. Go. <laughs> oh, we were already talking about that. Well, did you have anything else to say? Did I have anything else to say? No, not really. I re- I was really pleased by um, the variety of Pokemon. I enjoyed most of the designs. I chose a... It has the two best evolutions, Glaceon and Leafeon. Yep, yep. And I did do a... Uh, I was a Torterra kind of guy that generation. Uh, I like that giant bonsai tree on its back, which I still think is cool. It is cool. Uh, what were you, an Infernape guy yeah i was infernape part part of the reason nice. why i picked infernape though is because i because i knew that like i i always like having pokemon of different types on my main team so i have a best mm-hmm. spread as possible and it's just smart to have a fire grass and a water type because that's three mm-hmm. big areas right there and i knew that um because i was following the information at the time so like well i don't want a rapidash so i kind of had to pick infernape if i want a fire type pokemon so i picked infernape uh he's probably still my favorite of them he's um He's very Journey to the West inspired with his design, which, as you know, I'm a fan of. But mm-hmm. Torterra is also really damn good. It's very close between the two of them. They are both top-tier starter designs. Love them both. Mm-hmm. And Polion, mm-hmm. bit of a dip, but he's okay. Yeah, and Polion's all right. Um, I will also say that, you know, since Smash has come up a few times or Smash Podcast, I did really like the representation of Lucario in, in Brawl. And... Uh, spear pillar too i am not, I not opposed what... to lucario in smash mm-hmm. i do think in general lucario is overrated like can we please yeah. get a fighting type pokemon that's not lucario that can be hyped up i'm surprised yeah. we didn't get gigantamax lucario in gen 8 mm-hmm. like why is what he about the poster a... boy for mega evolution in gen 6 alongside also overrated charizard mm-hmm. not that charizard mm-hmm. is bad but i'm sick of him I'm goddamn sick of him. Yeah. Let somebody else yeah. get some goddamn love. Where's mm-hmm. Feraligator? Give me the Feraligator Mega. Or Giganta. Whatever the hell. Where's Tepig? Um, Tepig himself is okay. His evolutions. Not good. <laughs> he... No. Te- Tepig's line might be the second worst starter line for me. Nice. What is the worst? We'll get there. Okay, we'll and uh, I have really nothing much more to say on Gen 4, though, uh, other than what I was going to say about Spear Pillar. Just, like, how cool was it, at least at the time, I thought it was pretty cool that we finally had a Pokemon stage that wasn't just 
Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Stadium 2. So that was cool. Uh, kind of. Yeah, I know Saffron City was there too, but uh, Spear Pillar kind of hit a little different. I hear you. Also, Pokefloats. So, yeah. But it was yeah. nice to have like a uh, nice oh, looking actual location, Floats. and not just mm-hmm. a generic stadium. I I do get you there. Mm-hmm. That said, Spear Pillar. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's what I would have chosen. I don't think I would have thought great... of Spear Pillar if I was designing stages for Smash. Probably would not mm-hmm. have been on my radar. Mount Cornet might have been. Might have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually don't know mm-hmm. what I would do as a Gen 4 stage besides maybe like the Distortion World. That's all really I oh, would yeah. have from Sinnoh. Uh, I guess you right. do like the Iron Island maybe for Heart Home City and it could be like a, uh, a Pokemon contest stage. That's actually an interesting mm-hmm. idea. But... Yeah. Yeah. Gen so, 5, huh? Gen 5, yes. So Gen 5... <sighs> Gen 5. Gen 5, I struggled with when it came out. I was very displeased with Gen 5, which is very mm-hmm. upsetting because, again, I was heavily involved in the internet scene at the time, uh, keeping up on it. We, we saw the, we saw the silhouettes of the starters, and people were trying to come up with what they might be, what they could look like. We got what they, we saw what they were like before we ever got their official names, which is crazy. Smugleaf. Smugleaf! Yes, that's, that's pretty much what the <laughs> internet uh, called Snivy before we had an official name for them. Like, he was Smugleaf, because... Well, he's a grass type, he's got a leaf on his tail, and he looks smug as fuck. Very mm-hmm. cool. Unfortunately, his evolutions were a little bit... Eh. Unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Not as bad as Stepping's, but still not great. Oh, yeah. Overall, Gen 5 might have my uh, overall least favorite set of starter evolutions. Which yeah. is sad. But uh, Gen 5... I had problems with Gen 5. First of all, I hated the change to the uh, experience system. I did not like it. I was very displeased by this, because it made to to me in my mind. Maybe this is untrue if you actually look at the numbers of it all. But to me, and I saw it as making it more difficult to grind, and that's something mm-hmm. I do. It's like it's like okay, well, I need to get stronger for this fight, so I need to grind. And because because especially if you look at um Dodo, where it's like, hey, look, you're here at the eighth gym city. The surrounding areas, the Pokemon are level 35. Your Pokemon are level 40, 50, something in that range. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to get experience against Pokemon 15 levels lower than you. And then Gen 5 is just like, hey, so instead of all Pikachus giving X experience at X level, or you know what I mean, now it's going to be like, hey, here's Pikachu's base level experience, and it's a level of this. If your Pokemon is 20 levels higher than it, then you're going to get reduced experience points. No! Yeah. Now, granted, you get mm-hmm. more experience points if you're fighting a Pokemon stronger, but how often are you in the wilds grinding against Pokemon stronger than you? Not yeah. often. So it was annoying mm-hmm. to me. And I also, while people love the story in Pokemon Black and White, they say it's the uh, most complex story of any Pokemon mainline game, I hated it. I hated it. I hated in. I hated Team Plasma. It, to me, just felt like they were trying to do a PETA storyline. That's what Team Plasma felt like. Now, I know there's a twist to it later on in the game, but I gave up before I got to the point because I was so annoyed with their fucking assholeness. It's like, in no, you are not the little special child who can talk to Pokemon and tells everybody that, oh, you can't have Pokemon because Pokemon don't like being in confinement. Which, granted, you know, okay, I'm not going to argue that point. But you can't just tell people, oh, you got to get rid of your Pokemon. Who the fuck are you to tell me that? 
fuck you, Ed. I don't like you, and I never will. You're, mm-hmm. you're better in the sequel. The sequel is much better. But, God, fuck the original Black and White. I also did not like, and I don't remember whose idea this was, where they said, like, oh, you should not, you should have it so that they can't use any old Pokemon until the post-game. Like, they're just not available. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I can kind of understand. It's like, hey, they wanted to try something different. But then they gave us Woobat as the new Zubat. They gave us Rog and Rolla as the new Jude. They gave us Throw and Sock as the new uh, Hitmonlee and Hitmonchan. It's like, seriously? Mm-hmm. Why? Now, granted, mm-hmm. we're always going to get that regional Burr. We're always going to get that regional Rodent. We're always going to get the regional Pika clone. But did we need a new Zubat and a new Geodude? No. We also got no. a new Tentacool with Frillish. Come on. Mm-hmm. And it was just mm-hmm. so, so fucking annoying to me. I did not like it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it lost yeah. that element of familiarity. And that was just like completely foreign. It might it kinda of felt like you know it Might I, as well I, have been a fan game. Yes, that's what I was trying to get to. Like I've tried playing a few fan games before. And while I've had my own ideas for a new Pokemon and whatnot, most of the time I play a fan game and it's got its own unique Pokemon in it for their own new region. I hate most of the designs. And mm-hmm. they ha- and the region is primarily popular with these new Pokemon. Unless so old ones, so I just I just feel like I'm just playing with goo, and not Pokemon. It's just goo in a Pokemon game. It's like no, don't like this. Mm-hmm. Did not like Gen Five. It was at there was a, I when I put down Gen Five the original one at least a year passed before I picked it up, and I only picked it back up. Actually, no, I think I picked it up after Gen Six started. I think it might have been like after mm-hmm. I finished uh, Pokemon Gen- or Generation Six, just so I could say I finally beat it. I beat Black Two before I beat Black One. Wow, I did not like Gen Five. <laughs> yeah, I, which I, is I am though strangely looking forward to whenever I get around to Let's Play because I'm going to do a Let's Play of each of the mainline uh, games, and I've only done mm-hmm. uh fire. I've only done Leaf Green and Soul Silver so far. I'm looking forward yeah. to those when I get to Gen 5, because I want to see, like, if my opinions on it change. Right, right. Yeah, because it is a, for for its shortcomings, it's still pretty much a regularly praised generation. Yeah. Uh, you and I both know a couple people who are, like, in love with it, uh, like Jake. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it was interesting. always have the for... wrong opinion about everything? Why, why are they always so wrong? I don't know. Because they didn't say that Dwebby should be playable in Super Smash Brothers. Who? Dwebby. Oh, I'm sorry. What's the name? Dwebble? Dwebble. The the rock yeah. bug Pokemon that lives in the shell and it's like a little hermit crab? Yeah. Why would Dwebble be playable? I don't know. It would be interesting, wouldn't it? <laughs> No, I don't have a whole lot more to add to the discussion on Gen 5. Um, It was the beginning of kind of my descent from mainline Pokemon games. I still played uh, Pokemon... Yeah, Pokemon White and White 2 all the way through. Um, I overall enjoyed the arc that they gave N, but of course it took going through 2 to get there. Yeah. 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 Like, you don't find out um, I... until the very end of the game, and by that point, I'm just so annoyed with it. Yeah, yeah, precisely. But, um, yeah, 
and and it's interesting it was it was an interesting time uh for like technology too because i think it was like correct me if i'm wrong wasn't it gen 5 where they first had their like first big sprawling city in pokemon where you could yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm engage in that way i can't Castellia. Castellia. yeah yeah so that it, was that was cool it was slow to run through that too. gen 5 had some uh, slowness issues the battles were <laughs> they felt really slow to me mm-hmm. i did not enjoy mm-hmm. also <laughs> rip triple battles and rotation battles they did mm-hmm. not last mm-hmm. i wonder why because they sucked <laughs> Yeah, they did. I I wasn't a fan of those, and I remember that now you mentioned it. Um, Gen 6, I guess. What are you thinking there? I'm going to package Gen 6, 7, and 8 all kind of together here. Me too. This is pretty much what I call the 3D era. Uh, I played each of them. Um, I have middling thoughts on them. I kind of feel like, especially with Gen 6, they kind of course corrected too hard from 5, where at the time, people expressed an intense dislike for a Gen 5 story. So Gen 6 was very minimalist in terms of his story, and the evil team is the most ridiculous we've ever had. Fucking Team Flare. Goddamn, guys. You make Team mm-hmm. Galactic look like international geniuses. What the... F- uh, no, not mm-hmm. Galactic. Uh, you, ma- you make Ruby or um, Aqua and Magma look like they actually know what the fuck they're talking about, which is rough. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I enjoyed how Gen 6 looked at first. Um. It, it looks amazing. The 3D models for most Pokemon are good. Uh, God, Pyroar was dead on arrival for me. It's like, hey, here's a really <laughs> cool fire-looking lion. You like lions? You like fire? I was like, yes, this is true. Pyroar, however, his mane is just like plastic, and it just sticks out. It doesn't move. It's like, why? Mm-hmm. This is bad. Mm-hmm. Female Pyroar looks way better, but male Pyroar looks like shit. Um... Mm-hmm. Fucking Lysander, you know he's evil from the moment you first see him. Like, come on. Don't play this coy mm-hmm. game. Mega Evolution was... I, I softened up on it, but m- mostly my thoughts on Shin 6, 7, 8 are... You got some cool shit. This is also the gimmick era, where every game has to have a fucking gimmick now. And it's completely mm-hmm. unnecessary. But I think the games are okay... But I honestly don't think that Pokemon is on a good path through these generations. We were on a rising trend from 1, 2, 3, 4, even to 5. But 6, 7, 8, it feels like they take a, they take a few steps up in some areas, but then other areas are taking steps down. It's like, what are you doing? Guys, please. I'm still yeah. going to keep playing Pokemon. If Gen 9 gets announced this year, or probably not this year, which way the world's gone next year they announce gen 9 or they announce Sinnoh remakes or whatever else yeah i'm i'm gonna get them but god they really need to make some improvements or i honestly feel like pokemon is on a downward trend it's sad i don't Mm -hmm. want to happen Mm -hmm. yeah yeah same here um what i'll add to the discussion on gen 6 in particular uh for starters i think delphox should have been playable instead of greninja but that's Interesting. just Interesting, me. Interesting, considering then we would have had two Fire-type starters. Yeah, and then they could have given us Decidueye instead of Incineroar. Delphox, though, I do think is pretty cool. Uh, the only thing I don't like about Delphox's design is the ear fluff is too much. There's too much ear fluff. Mm-hmm. For Finnegan, mm-hmm. it worked. Yes. Yeah. he was a small guy and those was like small chops. Breaks and it got a little bit weird because it was like these stiff little sticks coming out of his ears. 
And Delphox is just like, <laughs> here's a tree. Here's a tree yeah. coming out of each of my ears. Yep, yep, yep. No, nah. nah, I, nah. I like Greninja too, though, but whatever. Um, Let's see. So, Gen 6 for me was kind of the era where, you know, I became a little more tepid after Gen 5. And I was thinking, oh, hey, this could be my reintroduction into Pokemon and just get back into things more vibrantly. Like, the build-up into Gen 6 was hype. strong. They the build-up really for sold... 6, 7, and 8 was all pretty hype. Well, mm -hmm. maybe not 8. The, the, initial, the initial trailers for 8 were hype. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dumpster fire. Um... Yeah, and that's kind of how I felt about 6-2. Obviously not as bad as 8. But what I remember is you have these beautiful 3D environments. Perfect. And then the novelty wears off after a couple hours. And what you're left with is a world... characters are just cardboard. Yeah, it feels empty. Yeah. It feels really, really, Especially really empty. After Gen 5, while I had issues with it, Gen 5 felt alive. Gen 6 mm -hmm. does not. No, and I was so bored with the game. I don't yeah. even remember where I was when I just said, I'm not doing this. And I stopped playing well before I was done with it. Yep. Well before I was done. Don't blame me. And I don't... Yeah, I just don't remember where it was. It was early on in the game. I, meanwhile, have already have gone through Gen, Gen 6, X and Y, at least four times. Here's why. That was the generation when they had the 25th anniversary, and so every month they were releasing a uh, one of the event legendary Pokemon. Mm -hmm. And so I would get them all, and it was like, okay, I since they're doing this, I actually have the opportunity now to get every single Pokemon because between X and Y and Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, the remakes of the Gen Three games, with exception to the event legendary Pokemon, you can get every single Pokemon period across those four games and i fucking did it yeah i got mm -hmm. all of them unfortunately then gen 7 happened and i missed uh the two event legendaries in that gen so my perfect run is gone but for the moment i had it i had the full natural decks and i even had the living decks nice nice oh i <sighs> i take gotta catch them all and i'll fucking run with it Gotta catch them all. Nope. Not doing it. Gotta nope. Stop it. Stop it. Wait, listen. We don't have enough time for that. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, quick Gen 7 thoughts. I can just jump in really fast and just say, this is where I just stopped. And it's not because I thought it was going to be bad. They're, they promised some pretty interesting things. And I did play a little bit of the demo. But by that time, I was just kind of poke-burnt. Poke because Fair. of Gen 6. And then I let you play through it and, and kind of vicariously lived through you as far as the playthrough went. And it was a time. There were some cool Pokemon in that era. Incineroar is not one of them. Uh... <laughs> Mudsdale, though. Yep. Mudsdale. Mm -hmm. Mudsdale, Tapu Koko school, uh, Decidueye, obviously. Como O, pretty cool. Mm -hmm. A lot of the Alolan variants are, are interesting. I, well, I like that twice in the series. Honestly, I don't like mm -hmm. both the Alolan variants. 
The, the winners mm-hmm. are Alolan Raichu, Alolan Sandslash, and Alolan Ninetales. Oh, and Alolan Marowak. Right. Those are the four really good ones. The rest of them uh, mixed or vary from shit to meme. And by meme, I mean Alolan mm-hmm. Exterminator. <laughs> yeah, what a guy. But what a guy. Funny, <laughs> but it would not make my list of best ones. Like, it might be number five purely because I'm currently not. Well, actually, no. No. Alolan Vulpix would be number five. Mm-hmm. So, no. Nah, Alolan Executor would not be in my top five of, for that game. Yeah. It's like, funny. It's funny, but no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people were obsessed with, like, Lycanroc as well. And Lycanroc's pretty a cool. few others. I like Lycanroc. Yeah. 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 Buzzswell, no. 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 Uh, I like what they did with the with the story of like Lusamine and Nihilego though. Gen seven that was pretty I, cool. I did like its story. I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked it a mm-hmm. lot better than Gen 5's story. Uh you said that you didn't play through Gen Seven. I would actually recommend it. The first island is rough because it's it's tutorial island. Oh my god. Yeah. Fuck the Rotom decks. And I would recommend um while while Rainbow Rocket post game in the Ultra games is pretty cool. Out as far as the base game story I would recommend the original Sun and Moon. Okay. Although you, you, the only thing you really lose out on that's cool is Ultra Necrozma. But even then, Ultra Necrozma is a bitch. He is just I a bet. massive pain in the ass. And I honestly don't know if it's worth it. I would just, I would yeah. just recommend Sun and Moon. Okay. Okay. That's fair. And, actually, uh, yeah. I, actually, my first playthrough of Sun and Moon was a Nuzlocke. And oh I nice. Completed it. Very good. I completed that one. I don't remember all <laughs> who my final team was. I know I had a two cannon, I had Decidueye, and I had a Mudsdale. I don't remember the rest of my final team. Right. Right. But Mudsdale. That's all you really need. Actually I think Solgaleo was actually my final team. Because my originally he wasn't going to be, but my six Pokemon got killed shortly before the Elite Four. I was like, Well, alright, I guess I'll use the legendary. <laughs> oh man, what luck! Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, any other thoughts on Gen Seven or? Um, Lily was a pretty cool character. I really like Lily a lot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I, I was really hoping that when they announced that they were going to do the old games, I was really hoping we were going to get a black uh, Gen Five such a scenario where they were sequels. And um, Lily would be back as a Pokemon trainer, or if they even did like a like went to Kanto, and you could see Lily there because that's where she goes at the end of uh, Black of uh, Sun and Moon. She goes to Kanto, the Ultra game. She doesn't, yeah. I think, if yeah. I remember correctly. Which is like, what? Come on. I know, I know. I don't like the change that they made to the story in the Ultra games. I really don't. Ultra Necrozma, cool. The Ultra Recon Squad, not. Mm-hmm. Rainbow Rocket, cool. Messy with Lily's story, not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not pleased. Yeah. But uh, Gen Six, yeah. the the remix of Gen Three and then uh, Gen Seven, it introduced Pokemon as being a multiverse, so that was cool. Yeah, yeah. That is, yeah, that's that's cool in itself. Like the the potential that they have that's currently untapped is interesting um 
As far as potential in Pokemon goes, though, I don't think that we've reached much of any of that with Gen 8. No. Gen 8, interesting (laughs) ideas, but first of all, they lied to us, and you don't lie to the internet. We know, we know, Mm -hmm. we know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just just fucking don't do that. Uh, But there there are so many mistakes that they made with Gen 8. Uh, I think they realize what they did, and I think they are going to address them whenever they do the, the next set of games. Not that they're going to admit to it until the moment comes, and it'll be a PR stunt when they do. But I think they realize, maybe don't do that. Mm-hmm. Maybe don't do that. Maybe, maybe don't limit it to Pokedex like they did. Well, I mean, it's one thing when you limit to, like, okay, yeah, each region, not every region is going to have every Pokemon natively living there. But uh, maybe don't make it so that I can't even transfer Pokemon. There's no excuse for it. Mm-hmm. There's no excuse. I understand. You. Okay, if they had just said, "Hey, here's the deal: moving things from 3ds to Switch took more time and effort than we expected, so not every Pokemon is able to make the journey to this generation." But next time around, we'll have all these models built so they'll be able to just be traded in for the next set. But they didn't say that. They said this is how it's going to be forever. It's like, mm-hmm. nah. Yeah. The Switch cartridge yep. can handle it. You just gotta save the models and not be stupid. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't even... I don't have much more to add. I, again, this is a generation I didn't play. I was going to. I had... I don't, uh, think I don't, I don't Sword. necessarily think that they're bad games. I don't think Sword and Shield mm-hmm. are bad. But they're not great. They're okay. Right. Marty right. is a cool character... Uh, you gotta, you gotta not. The story is dumb. The story is dumb. <laughs> but basically, mm-hmm. just play it to see the new Pokemon. Yeah. And the yeah. the new yeah. graphics. That's that's why you play Gen Eight. You don't play it for the story. You play it for Marnie. Surfetched. You play it for Surfetched. <laughs> yeah. Surfetched riding Mudsdale. That was one of my profile pictures at one point. <laughs> yep. Better than Pac-Man riding Mokujin. Yes. And only one of them is canon. So we are <laughs> we are all running low in time here. Um, we've talked about basically our experiences through every generation. Uh, did you have any particular topics that you wanted to get to before we had to wrap things up? Uh, only if you wanted to do, like, lightning round, some of our favorite Pokemon. Sure. Or, yeah, or just, like, favorite other games like but you haven't played a lot of spinoffs yourself no I, I uh i'll just i'll just i'll just quickly say that speaking, i really i don't care about the spinoffs yeah yeah I'll, I'll really say that i've really enjoyed uh some of the ranger games some of the mystery dungeon games uh i love pokemon snap looking forward to the next one that's kind of it <laughs> so here, yeah. here, here's something that we can do let's go through mm-hmm. each generation uh and pick a, our favorite starter line Per gen. Okay. So, Generation 1, you got Squirtle, Charmander, Bulbasaur. I am a Squirtle kind of guy. Not a bad choice. Bulbasaur. Absolutely. Love my little plant mm-hmm. dino. Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't think any of the Kanto starters are bad, but plant dino. I agree. I agree, yeah. Uh, gen 2, then, uh... Rita, Totodile. What's he called? Oh, uh, Cyndaquil. Cyndaquil. Uh,. <laughs> Uh, Totodile. Totodile. Absolutely. He's so damn cool. Uh, like, I think the base versions of each of the starters is cool, but 
Typhlosion is a little bit of a dip, and then Meganium falls down for me. Mm-hmm. But Totodile is cool all throughout. Crocodile is... For Alligator, yeah. Cro- Crocodile has uh, suffers from that mid-evolution awkward mm-hmm. teenager phase, like a lot of Pokemon lines do. But otherwise, it's solid. Gen 3, Torchic, Mudkip, Trico. 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 Come on. Tor- Torchic, yeah. uh, Blaziken is amazing. Blaziken's amazing. Sceptile mm-hmm. dips for me. But uh, Combuskin looks like a penis. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Welcome to year two. I'm just saying. <laughs> he does. I wish he didn't, but he does. Yep. And then Torchic, I, it bothers me that he doesn't have arms. It really does. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. come on. You could have had scrawny little arms or, like, tiny little wings. But no. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Gen 4. Piplup. Chimchar. Turtwig. Ah, uh, Turtwig. Chimchar, but again, Turtwig is, like, just behind. Just behind. Amazing yeah. designs. Yeah. Gen 5. Tepig, Oshawott, Snivy. Snivy. Pre-release, I would have said Snivy. Because mm-hmm. I thought Oshawott was overly designed. Like, there was too much going on. And Tepic mm-hmm. was okay, but Tepic was just a fire type. Then yeah. we see their evolutions, it's like, oh, I don't really like a lot of this. I mm-hmm. guess, I, honestly, what changed my mind from Snivy to Oshawott was actually the anime. Because I mm-hmm. learned that the little scallop shell that Oshawa has on its belly isn't part of him. He could it's it's a weapon that he can take that's just essentially holstered on his chest and he can mm-hmm. swing it like a sword. And then Dua has these two swords, and so does Samurai. It's like, holy shit, it's a samurai yeah. otter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So much yes. <laughs> oh. Uh Gen six, we had Finnegan. Froakie and Chespin. Is this a Pokemon? That's Pac-Man. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, Fennekin. I, I kind of go back and forth here. I mm-hmm. feel... It really, it really depends. It would, if it yeah. wasn't for the ear cups, I would say Fennekin, without a doubt. But I also really like Chespin and Chestnut. Quilladin, no. Not Quilladin. Mm-hmm. But Chespin and mm-hmm. Chestnut are both pretty cool. I think I'd probably go with Finnegan, though. Okay. Fair Gen game. Gen 7. Poplio, oh, come on. Litten, and Rowlet. Clearly it's Poplio, right? Oh, you mean the worst starter line ever? The one yeah, where cl- I I've... hate all three of them? Like, all the other starter lines... <laughs> Every single other starter line, I like at least one of the evolutions. Like, for Tepig, like, I like Tepig. I don't like Pig Knight, and I don't mm-hmm. like Gimbor, but I like Tepig. But then there's Poplio, which looks like, looks, looks awful. Brion, which looks even worse. Primarina is mm-hmm. okay, but I still don't like it. But at least yeah. it's not Brion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awful. <laughs> awful. Oh. I just wanted to say that to see your reaction because clearly it's Rowlet. It's clearly Rowlet. Not even a contest. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if Torcat evolved into something better, I might say Litten. But in Cinderwar, no. Mm-hmm. No. 
Yeah, in Cinderwars, it's strong dip. Yeah. Uh, Generation 8, the most recent, we've got Grookey, we've got Scorebunny, and we've got Sobble. Eh, for me, it's Grookey. I honestly don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All three of them, they're kind of on a similar playing field for me. Uh, Rillaboom, I think, as terms of the final design, like, I think Rillaboom's the most boring of the three of them. Mm-hmm. Grass Donkey Kong. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't like Inteleon because he's too skinny, which I, I'm fine with it. He's supposed to be like a super spy guy. I'm okay with it. And then Scorbunny, they're just like, it's wearing shorts. He's a soccer player. It's like, yeah, I get it. It's a little weird to see a Pokemon wearing shorts, but yeah. we've already had that. Mm-hmm. I think I would probably say I, I used I used Score Bunny in my run of Sword, but I think mm-hmm. I God yeah. I don't maybe Sobble <laughs> I, I I think mm-hmm. that one's gonna have to like I'm gonna have to think on that one more for me like over the years my mm-hmm. answer might change on that one, but uh, it's either Score Bunny or Sobble. Yeah. Fair. Fair game. So those are our choices, and yes. there you go. Nick Knack, Marowak. Alolan Marowak. Alolan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, much cooler. We've there just, you go. We still got a bit so. of time, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw another thing at this that we can do. Okay. Since this okay. is a Smash Brothers podcast that we do here, let's take each generation and let's quickly pick out one Pokemon from each generation. That we would like to see added into Smash that has not been in Smash before. Oh, as a fight. Hey. So let's yeah. have, we'll let you go first. We'll start with Gen One. Uh, Gengar. Yeah, I feel like we did an episode on Gengar previously. I feel like Gengar is a pretty easy choice. Uh, just to say something different, mm-hmm. though, I'm also going to say Cubone. Mm-hmm. I uh, I love my little Cubone. I love. Him. Oh yeah, me too. He's cool. Me too. <laughs> uh, Generation Two. What's Gen- that for me? Smeargle. Smeargle's a good choice. Uh, get a little character mm-hmm. moves that going on, and he can technically use just about any Pokemon move. Which is why I chose, yeah. But I'm going to go with Sudowoodo. Uh, he's the other one I've made a move set for previously. But I really like the idea of Sudowoodo in Smash. If I didn't say him, I would say Totorao. Or Feralator. Yeah. Either or. Yeah. Actually, I made a, for, I made nice. a move set for Totorao years ago, too. Because I made a generation... I was, I was in a phase where I was going to make a Pokemon trainer move set for every generation and they were all going to use different moves so nothing would be the same and let's just say that project never finished yeah but i remember i gave crook i gave uh, Totorel ice fang and i gave him an aqua tail nice yeah uh Gen nice. three uh let me quickly think here i had something in mind and I cannot remember it for the life of me. Uh, Is it Mirror B? Damn. No, no. Thank you, Ludicolo. It was. <laughs> it's a good choice. It's a good choice. Ludicolo, Ludicolo yeah. is what I would have said. Uh, again, I, I have a move set for Ludicolo on Smashtopia already. Um, mm-hmm. I would probably say I'm scrolling through them all here. Honestly, Gen Three is kind of on the weaker side to me in terms of what could be in Smash. Good designs, but mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think a lot of them really work well for smash necessarily uh no smash <laughs> yeah i i could say blaze kim but i'm trying to stay away from starters for this and from legendaries or else i would say deoxys but i guess mm-hmm. i'll say uh, i guess 
kind of a boring choice, but I guess I'll say Gardevoir. Yeah, that's fine. There you go. Generation Why not? 4. Uh, Rotom. Rotom's great. I, mm -hmm. I, I want to do something for him someday. I really do. Uh, I previously had mm -hmm. made a moveset for Darkrai, so I can't... So I'm not going to say him here. Instead, I'm going to say uh, another personal favorite of mine, Rose Raid. I nice. really like Rose Raid a lot. Rose Raid, to me, looks like a masked superhero. I fucking love it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Gen 5. I, I, I like it, too. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. How about... Con Kelder. Really? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> One of the ugliest Pokemon. Ugh. Um, it, I'm Ugh. I'm torn, but I I think I'll go Cling Clang here. Okay. Do I have a move set for on special? Yeah, I was, I was about to say like, is it because you've already made a move set for Cling Clang? Yeah. In yeah. which case, I'm I mean, there's an obvious. Say Zoroark, because you also made one for him and for Nilix. Yeah, that's All also true. Is a trainer in that move set. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, there's actually several Pokemon I like for Gen Five to be in Smash. Yeah. But my number yeah. one, gotta be Darmanitan. Oh my there you god, go. I love Darmanitan so much. It and Crocodile are my two favorite designs from Gen Five, no doubt. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Gen oh, Six. Ah, uh, good question because i can't remember a lot of them off the top of my head um let me just hop on to a quick little picture of these guys when did okay uh age of slash age of slash would be pretty cool um i mm -hmm. previously made a move set for halucha on the smash wb <clears throat> but outside of halucha i would probably say zygarde i think zygarde could be pretty interesting i've had base ideas for him Mainly using uh, the forms from that release that were introduced in Gen Seven, but uh, mm -hmm. I think Zagreus could be fun. Sylveon also good choice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Generation. Seven. Oh man. Oh come on. <laughs> Decidueye, the the people's hero. Yes. Uh, Decidueye, <laughs> great choice. Dis uh, Tabu Coco is another top tier choice, but staying, oh, yeah. staying away from legendaries and staying away from starters. I would probably say. Oh wait, I didn't say with Legendaries because I said Zygarde in the last. Well, I also said Sylveon. Fuck it. Uh, mm -hmm. A Gen Seven that's not a starter or legendary. I guess. Maybe Rockruff. I think Rockruff's a good solid choice. Yeah. Well, yeah. Why not? Also, could be a good choice. Mm-hmm. Gen Eight. Wrap it up. All right. Um. Wulu. I thought you were going to say Toxtricity. All right, I was going to say Toxtricity, and that's actually what I'm saying. Okay. It's Toxtricity. So, so you're going with Toxtricity. Willow is still a really cool Pokemon. If only I'd make it be in Smash, though. But generally, uh, since you already picked Toxtricity, I'm going to go with, oh, uh, yeah, of course. Appleton. Surfetched. <laughs> yep. Fucking love it. I also think Obstagoon could be pretty cool. But no, yeah. Oh, Surfetched. interesting. For yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt, and maybe the entrance, if they're kind to us, could actually be coming in on the Munsdale. 
<laughs> so we've got uh, about five minutes left here to finish up the episode. Do you have any last-minute Pokemon thoughts you want to get out there before we do our little outro? Uh, let me see here. I found the Pikachu doll at a at a thrift shop here in town. That was like six or seven years ago. Nice. I do enjoy me the Cubone and Squirtle down there. How old is your Squirtle doll? Uh, Squirtle... I'm not sure. At Mm -hmm. least six years. At least. Yeah. Possibly more. My my Pikachu... My Pikachu is a 96, I think. So that's an old school little ratty boy. A a fat boy. (laughs) Yep, just like me. Just like everyone on this podcast. Anyway. <laughs> so. Okay. I guess yep. that's going to be it. Uh, the last thing I ought to say about Pokemon is, while, yes, I've talked some shit about most of the generations that have been released so far, in the overall, I enjoy Pokemon. I'm going to keep playing it. Gen 9, Sinnoh Remakes, whatever. Give it to me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play it. I'll, I'll criticize it. I'll bitch about the things I don't like. But in the end, overall, I love the franchise. The games are great. You might want to say, oh, but they're for kids. It's like, fuck off. Just fuck yeah. off. Yeah. And that's yeah. really how I yeah. feel like signing off. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a glorious end to the first year. Fuck off. <laughs> well, start of the second year, you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first episode of the yes. second year. The first off topic, which means next time. Which means next time it's our first Smashtopia of year two, uh, year one. Oh lord, yeah. Oh yeah, year one. We came together. We made Waluigi, a personal favorite of both of ours, into a playable character. This time around, well. You remember when when, the, when we did the assist trophy extravaganza and we didn't focus on characters? <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me just mm-hmm. say, we're doing something along those lines. It'll be fun. Oh, buddy, what a sh- We've what done a, a lot of research be. for this next one. Oh, uh, yeah. Like the last six weeks, I've been working on my portion of it. It's been a huge endeavor. And I yeah. am uh, pretty interested to show it off. Me too. It's going to be something that takes the full breath of the video presentation. Yeah, we're we're probably we're going to have material left over most likely. It's going to be a hell of a showcase. It is. It'll be. It'll ultimately be fun. All that hard work is going to pay off. Showcase showdown, if you will. Yeah, that's a good enough tease, and we'll see you when we see you. See you next time. Which is in a couple weeks after this one. What are you doing?